Hello and welcome to another episode of CSF Sense. I'm your host, Michael Shetler, with another time where we can come and get together and talk with um, people of differing interests, differing hobbies, and different occupations where we um, dive deeper into how we can implement our Christian faith into the different areas and beliefs and interests and stuff. Last week, we had a great conversation about the mental health field and how we can implement our faith into that area. This week, I have the great pleasure of talking with some of our IEPY women's basketball players. Um, I'm kind of biased. I think they're um, our most entertaining and um, kind of competitive sports here on campus. They actually went to the NCAA tournament a couple years ago. Unfortunately, it was kind of derailed by COVID. But again, not only great girls, but really athletic um, and cool girls as well. They're also um, involved in CSF, which is awesome and um, a big reason why we're having them on. So um, welcome, ladies. Thanks again so much for joining us here today. Um, we'll start things out pretty simple, and I'll just have you guys introduce yourselves to all our listeners and viewers out there. Um, I'm Rachel. I'm a senior at IUPUI. Um, I'm Morgan. I'm a fifth-year senior at IUPUI, and I'm a graduate student in the sociology program with an emphasis in quantitative research. Uh, my name is Macy Williams. I'm a fifth-year senior, <clears throat> and my uh, major is... Um, I'm starting, I'm getting my master's in elementary education. Um, my name is Maddie Wise. I am a fifth year senior as well, and I'm getting my master's in organizational leadership and supervision. <clears throat> Hi, my name is Rachel. I'm a junior and my major is exercise science. Awesome. So we're going to start things out pretty simple. Um, won't throw, you know, too hard of a question right away at you. We'll start off with just how you guys got into CSF. Um, and how you made that transition and how long you've been a part of that organization. Um, I got into CSF another former player, Alex Brown. She used to be, I think she was like vice president or something of CSF at the time. And so she was really involved. And then my first year at IPUI, I was like asking about Christian things you can go to. And so she told me about it, invited me to it and I loved it. So. Yes, kind of similar story um, in 2017. Uh, was my freshman year and Alex Brown was a junior and she um, knew some of us on the team were already Christians like coming into college and grew up with that faith <laughs> coming into it so uh, she invited us to one of the night of worships and that's kind of when I first got plugged in but then later it took me I think a year or two to get plugged into a life group here which is our bible studies um, which really helped change my uh, faith journey and deepened my connection with CSF? Um, for me, um, just like what they said, Alex Brown, but I never really got into CSF until my, I think it was my sophomore year, um, Holly Hoopengarner really encouraged me to go. So it's just like, I would tag along with her to life group. And then pretty much, um, over the summer, um, I got into like a Bible study group and, and now I'm really doing it more this semester. Yeah, I actually just transferred here um, over the summer for my fifth year and I am actually lucky enough to be roommates with <laughs> Mo and Macy and then Rachel, this Rachel, and then that Rachel lives right across the hall. <laughs> so they kind of influenced me um, to get in their life group. And so we meet every week and that's been really good for me. Um, I've really enjoyed that, getting to do that, um, especially with teammates. Yeah, I have pretty much the same story. I didn't know about CSF <laughs> until I came here because I'm a transfer as well. 
And then um, Mo and Macy just told us about CSF and we went to a night of worship. And then I got plugged into a life group as well. So it's been really good. And I enjoy like the people and just like spending time in the word. Awesome. That's great to hear. It's great to hear that we have a good range. Some people that have been here for a long time and um, others that are just joining us. So it's good to kind of have that diversity in experience, which is awesome. Again, so happy that you guys are here. Um, kind of getting into some more deeper questions here. Um, first and foremost, I was really curious and wondering, obviously, as student athletes, it's super busy schedules. Like, obviously, you're doing sports, practices, games, but then you also have kind of like an academic schedule going on, too. Um, where do you find the time to kind of invest in your spiritual lives? I feel for me, I do well with scheduling and planning. And if I have it in my calendar, then I do it. And I wish my faith wasn't something where I had to schedule it. But sometimes that's just the reality of it. And if I want to dive deeper into it, that's kind of how it has to work. So um, we obviously have our life group every week. And then we attend night of worship um, when we can monthly. But for me personally, um, I set a time, time in the morning to devote that time to get in the word uh, do some devotionals and just like read the Bible and even it could range from five minutes to 30 minutes but just setting aside time to start off my day as a student athlete is just like very beneficial not only for my spiritual life but it seeps into other areas of my life as well. Yeah I would say um, I'm kind of the opposite of I do not have it scheduled. So like, <laughs> obviously at times I can be better, but, um, I try to like, before I go to bed, like read, I don't know if you know the Jesus calling devotional, but it's like a, just kind of short, like little message. And like, there's so many days that like hits spot on. And like, that's exactly what I needed for the day. So it just kind of gets your mind in the right place. And then obviously CSF also is good, like additional, like ways to get more involved and talk about it. Um, I have like a different way of like getting into it in the morning. So I usually have class like right after we lift in the morning and it's just like a 10 or 15 minute walk. So there's like a podcast I listen to called morning mindset and it just goes over like a few verses and kind of like how you can apply it to the people you come across and like your whole day. So I like to do that in the morning. It's only like five to seven minutes, but I feel like it really helps me like kind of focus on what I should be focusing on instead of like all the stress or like my next class or like something that went wrong and it's like I'm focused on him and I'm focused on like his word and it's a really good way to like start the day. Yeah that's awesome. I love that diversity that you guys are talking about. I think a lot of times Christians kind of get upset or have this kind of idea that they should it should come naturally to them kind of studying the word. And um, I like kind of how we mentioned how it's really important and really necessary sometimes to set up um, those scheduled outings. And it makes it a lot easier to do that. Um, again, we have other things going on in our lives. And so kind of utilizing the resources around us to spend time with God, I think is really important. And I think you guys laid out a bunch of different ones too. It doesn't always have to be the exact same. I think sometimes we think of like devotions and we think, you know, opening our Bible and reading on passages every morning, which is great in itself. But again, it can come in so many different ways and spiritual fulfillment 
um, can come in so many different ways. And again, like with podcasts popping off right now, like we mentioned, um, social media, um, a lot of stuff going on right now, different Devo books. It's really important. And it's great to see that um, you guys are um, kind of still committed to doing that, um, even through your busy schedule. And hopefully those tips can be helpful to some of the people out here listening. I think our next question here um, is just some of the challenges that come into play. Again, obviously, we kind of talked about um, your busy schedule, and I'm sure that's one, just finding time and time management. Um, but again, challenges in the course of wanting to be high-performing athletes, of course, and then high-performing students, and then also high-performing Christians as well. What are some of those challenges that you guys um, have to face on a daily basis? Yeah, um, for me, I grew up with a lot of pressure um, from myself and from others around me, just be, to be at my best at all times, especially on the court. But then that also translates, just like you talked about, to school. Um, and I think trying to be a perfectionist on the court also um, kind of plays into me trying to do that in other aspects of my life. Um, so just knowing that you have that platform is pretty stressful, but also knowing that God gave us this platform and that we can use it in different ways. So it doesn't have to be stressful, which I know sometimes it is, and sometimes we make it more stressful than it needs to be. And, but um, I definitely think just using that platform and using it for the good that God's given us. Yeah, I would say I'm kind of similar to Maddie. Like I'm a perfectionist kind of in like basketball and then like academics, like I always want to get straight A's and then like just everything even like my actions like throughout the day and uh lately like it's kind of been more in my heart that God's been telling me like you just have to enjoy the moment and like no one's gonna be perfect but so I've just really been trying to more like live in the moment and um that's definitely helped with that a lot and I still find myself doing well despite like trying to be overly perfect I think one of the <clears throat> challenges that I face is saying no to people, um, especially like I've been here four years now and being a captain on the team, like a lot of people come to me for different things, whether it's homework help, questions about the team, like <laughs> questions about the offense or like just like they're struggling and they need someone to talk to and confide in. And I take on other people's um like emotions and I like dearly like want to help them and for me one of my challenges is like not putting all of that just on myself and I kind of rely on my faith too by praying for those people and not just saying like I have to fix this for them <clears throat> but I know that I can pray for them and God can help them in these different areas and he can do more work than I can do with just my two hands most of the team mom. <laughs> <laughs> like I think that's really awesome too. Like not only do you guys bring up some really interesting um, and unique challenges, but I, I really liked how you also um, without even being asked, gave the reasons and the tips for actually how you're combating them and link that to spirituality just kind of naturally. I think that's really, really encouraging and good to see. I think one thing that kind of stuck out to me and something I've always kind of wondered, and Madison brought it up a little bit, but you guys being IEPUI athletes um, at a division one college, um, you're kind of like mini celebrities, so to speak, where um, I'm not sure how frequently you face it on campus where people are recognizing you or anything like that. But do you guys feel that? Does that come into play at all on campus or in your lives where you're asked to do stuff or, you know, extra stuff like that because of that pressure? 
I would say like it's more so like maybe like the communities we're from like for me like I'm from I played at Zionsville and um so you feel like you have a lot of like younger little girls from the area like looking up to you so just in like in high school and then as going on into college so just kind of that like you never know who's watching you kind of thing so you like always we can't really have any bad days I guess because that might be the only chance someone gets like the only impression they get of you so as a Christian you want to make sure it's like something they're going to remember mm. <laughs> you're kind of a celebrity yeah. in the I was gonna say everyone's looking at Macy Macy you got, a, you got an answer for us on this one um, yeah just just to kind of tie into Rachel um yeah there's just so many little I come from a smaller town um but there's just so many like little kids when I went back to my elementary after we won um the Horizon League um, championship and I went back to say thank you to the people who watch during school hours um, but yeah I said thank you and I visited all each each and every grade just to talk to them and stuff like that and I mean they were just like they couldn't believe like I was in school like I came back just to say thank you and I had little girls like crying <laughs> and just like yeah I was just at that moment when I saw that happen I didn't realize how like big of a deal I really was not saying yeah, I'm huge not saying I'm a big deal but it's just like it's hard to believe just to think like all these little girls or little kids even um just look up to you in that aspect and and then like just realizing like you have so many eyes on you and you just always need to just make sure you're just doing the right thing at all time whether you're out in public posting things on social media and stuff like yeah. that so yeah, that's great stuff. And I, I'm sure all of you can kind of relate to that a little bit with like your personal hometowns. I'm sure when you go back, people are always asking like, how's the season going? You know, what's it like? Kind of stuff like that. Um, and it sounds like it's a lot of pressure. Um, I remember last or during our last kind of um, CSF sent kind of program, we talked about mental health and stuff. Um, and we don't need to get into that all here. But um, obviously, that sounds like, again, talking about how the eyes are always on you. Um, and again, Madison touched on it a little bit how she kind of confronts that a little bit but any other ideas or um, opinions or thoughts for us on on how that affects you is it motivating um, do you use it as fuel is it tough at times too like what, what's the thoughts on that I feel for me it's not feel it's like pressure <laughs> and um I you just don't realize how many people are looking up to you like Macy said like you could have zero idea and they come up to you and they know who you are and it's like how do you know me and then like it's just kind of crazy how that happens so for me I think you talk about the mental health side of things and I love that our team is so open about mental health and we don't need to get like too into it but our coach um Austin Parkinson he does a great job at making mental health a priority on our team because as athletes uh physical health is always just at the top of the priority list and when in reality a lot of the game is mental and you have no idea things going outside in your life can affect your game on the court and so um I think we do a good job at just prioritizing mental health talking about it trying to destigmatize it and uh, we have a 
sports psychologists on staff for our athletes. And I know some of us utilize it. I personally do. And um, it's just been really life-changing for our student athletes. And um, that is kind of where, at least personally, I go to help relieve some of that stress and don't try not to be the perfectionist that I am internally. And um, I try to combat those challenges. Also kind of going off that, I would say our team's really close. So which helps in like a lot of times, like we can just go to each other and talk, but also like we like to have fun. So sometimes we might be stressed, but then yeah. make us laugh and then yeah. you kind of forget what you're working about. <laughs> That's awesome. That's so good to hear. And kind of as a former athlete too, I'd love to see the transition. I remember back in the high school days, you know, the glory days for me, um, <laughs> uh, you know, it really wasn't something that was stressed very often at all. Like mental health was something that you kind of suck it up and get over. And now it's something that's really come to the forefront. And so it's really awesome to see that that's really taken as a priority here at IUPUI. And I think that's something IUPUI can take pride in. And it's really great to see that um, we are, our coaching staff really takes that seriously and provides resources for that. Um, again, it's something that definitely should have been done a long time ago, but it's great to see that you guys have that. Um, transitioning a tiny bit, but kind of staying on this topic, um, any kind of spiritual tips that you've seen that have been kind of helpful in that area of your life that really kind of, have helped you kind of cope with these different kind of challenges in that area. I know uh, Mo mentioned like she like when she feels like pressure to like help other people, she like prays about it, prays for them, and knows that like mm-hmm. God can take care of it, and like you can't do it yourself, and like He's always going to be the one that does it, even if you're like the tool He's using to help people. So like going off of that, I have like a lot of anxiety like before practice or like just about certain things and so for me I think like just trying to give it to God and not put it all on yourself is like a really helpful tip because you can try to like do it all yourself but like in the end like if you really want something to happen it's not even going to be you that really like takes care of it in the end so yeah I would just say just praying about it and just give it to God yeah um Part of it too I feel like is as we talked about earlier like the stuff we do for ourselves like for our faith and whenever I catch myself like kind of getting out of the habit of like doing my devotional or praying before bed is kind of when you start to feel your anxiety or whatever performance anxiety like kind of like get worse yeah but like mm-hmm. once you get more disciplined you start to realize like there's so much more to life than like what I'm worried about in the moment like that you realize how small of an issue it really is. Yeah. No, that's awesome. (laughs) Yes. Sorry. So sometimes (laughs) sometimes with our schedule, like we have with our schedule, like we'll have practices Sunday morning and like we can't get to church. And um, I mean, my faith isn't just me going to church, but that's something that I do to help deepen that relationship with Christ. And so it can be hard to get there. But whenever I feel like I'm in a slump or like I just need a pick me up, I know that like I'm going to prioritize trying to get to church. And if I can't watch it, then I'm going to stream it. And it's nice because like living all together and having a very similar schedule, it's nice to like keep each other accountable in our spiritual faith too. Like, hey, I'm going to church at this time. Like, want to come like maybe it'd be a good idea (laughs) just kind of dragging each other along even if it's the last thing we want to do but leaving church like feeling refreshed ready for the week and it's just something that like renews me 
personally and I think others as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how you guys kind of focus on the importance of maintaining that connection. Um, we always love to talk about how like a relationship of God, with God is really similar to a relationship with people. That the more you pour into someone or pour into God, the closer that connection is going to be. But the more you kind of, you know, don't talk to someone or don't spend time in the word or don't kind of communicate with God, that relationship begins to become weaker and weaker. And I love how you guys kind of correlated that with kind of your struggles and stress and stuff and how having that relationship and depending on God and knowing that he's there and in control, strengthening that relationship helps in those areas. And I think that's really important and something to, to highlight for all of us too. Um, how again, strengthening that relationship can help so many different facets of our lives. Um, and I, accountability has been something that we've been talking about a lot. So it kind of is a really good way to kind of spearhead into this next question. So I'm glad we've been talking about it, but obviously it seems like you guys are really close and you've brought that up a couple of times. Um, so accountability is huge. So obviously, um, you know, it's important as a team, but um, how has it been like in your faith life as well, um, utilizing each other as accountability partners? Um, so I mentioned this earlier, but I have only been here for four months, I think maybe, maybe five months now. And I think just being surrounded by all the girls in this um, Zoom has really helped me. Um, I've only known them, like I said, for four months maybe. And I've had conversations like deep spiritual conversations, like really, really deep conversations that I've maybe wouldn't have had with people that I've known for years and years and years. So I think that's really helped me. Um, like any kind of conversation, like, like our faith is going to be brought up. And so I think that's really helped me, um, since being here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think for me, uh, I mean, I, I didn't grow up into like a Christian home. So just coming to college, um, it took me a couple years, but, um, living with Mo, um, Agatha Byer, um, they were both, really into like their Christian religion. Um, so just having them both like, especially like living with them, I was able to like learn stuff, go to them. If I had a question and like, just before coming to college, I felt like I knew nothing about the Bible. didn't know how to pray. Um, just didn't know anything. And even having, um, coach P being huge into his religion, I was able to go to him and talked about that stuff. And then that's, I feel like kind of for me, that's how I got into CSF as well. So just having like, I mean, we keep saying it, but just having those type of people around you and just being able to like go to church. And I feel like this year I like, I want to go to church every Sunday. Like I look forward to Sundays going to church and stuff like that. Yeah, Coach um, <laughs> Macy kind of mentioned it, but Coach P has played like a vital role. And I know, I feel like a lot of times when people go to college, that's like the time that they are the most distance in their faith. And I remember um, like my middle of my freshman year, I was talking to my mom and I'm like, I'm just like growing deeper into it. Like I am seven hours away from home. So that was really hard for me. And my faith is something that really pulled me through that. And so Uh, Coach P played a vital role in reminding me of that faith. And I don't even think he realized like how much he played a role in it. But I also remember him talking about how he, he he played at Purdue and he said he had conversations with his teammates who uh, didn't really have a strong faith or didn't even believe in God at all. And he, he had those conversations and kind of 
change their pathway to it. And I'm like, I have that opportunity myself to do that. And so I feel like I've just kind of taken his experiences and realized that I can do the same for my team, not only my teammates, but just other students at IUPUI or um, in the community. And so that's been really helpful in strengthening my personal faith, but also um, spreading God's word and love to other people as well. I would say kind of like what Mo said, like um, I could be like, my faith is always really important to me, but like sometimes like when you're surrounded on teams of like people who maybe it's not as important, like I would get kind of shy and like bringing it up, like not that it wasn't important, but then like joining our team here and then being around so many other Christian people. And then like they mentioned coach P and um, our assistant coaches are all Christians, which is is extremely rare in the division one program. So it's just kind of helped me um, be more like open about it and like talk to other people about it and like find ways to witness to others. And um, yeah. And it's also cool. Cause like our team, like we pray before games and stuff. So wow. um, it's just nice having that like support <laughs> system within your faith. Wow. That's so cool. It's so great to hear the power of community. Um, we always talk about how it's incredible, how even depending whoever you're spending time with, the more and more you spend time around those people, the more you see yourself changing to be like those people. So again, the more you spend time with people that are in the faith community, the more you see yourself just naturally turning into that. Um, and I think that's a testament to how important community is. And it's great to see that you have people in leadership positions on the staff who are promoting that. Um, it's obvious, I think, by your guys' lives and kind of the stories you've been telling, how it's been an impact on your life. Um, and I'm sure just the constant, you know, presence of those people has really just been impacting in kind of building your faith. And so I think those stories are just great testaments to the power of not only accountability, but again, kind of deepening yourself and getting connected and a strong Christian community. I think that's really cool to hear. Um, our next question here, um, kind of going more towards the competition side. Um, obviously, as Division One athletes, um, I'm sure you're all super competitive and you know, winning is important and everything like that. Um, does it change at all um, with practices, games, like how you conduct yourself, being a Christian and knowing that you kind of have that label, does that affect the way you kind of interact in those kind of settings and stuff? I feel like it almost maybe because we don't want to admit. No, I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I feel like it almost makes you like, even in like the heat of a game or a practice where like you might be frustrated or whatever, it makes you either more, uh, I guess, gracious towards your teammates or patient with them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or I'm sure by source. But yeah. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> uh, I'm no by no means perfect in this area because we are so because <laughs> we are so competitive and it's not like even within practice, like we're playing against each other. So we live with each other, like <laughs> we're with each other a lot and like we're in a pretty physical sport. So like it's I'm glad that we have like that such deep connection because we don't take it like personally, like competition. If that <laughs> like, <laughs> like, okay, I'll just give this example. 
Macy here <laughs> is back to back player of the year, back to back to back. back, I to don't back, even know. back. <laughs> and we play the same position. And normally, like obviously, it's we want to play. Like I want to play, but I've also realized how like our friendship is stronger than who plays more or like our performance on the court. Like, I just, I feel like that my faith has made me realize like she may be starting, but I can still make her better by being my best self in practice. And just kind of shifting your mindset of not just being like so selfish, like on the court and being in that like competitive nature and just shifting it to a better perspective on how more of a growth mindset of how I can get better, but also like make my teammates better in that perspective instead of just like getting mad I'm not playing more not getting enough enough minutes on the court yeah I think kind of going off of that <laughs> like the example that Mo used about like not not just Macy but like you know she's been player of the year she's a star like um same with Rachel <laughs> um, like the biggest difference that I've noticed is that like the teammates like the people on the zoom and like a lot of our teammates are just really humble about like what they've accomplished like Maddie too like she's done a lot <laughs> and like you would just like you would not really be able to tell because like we're still trying to learn stuff like nobody acts like they have it together nobody acts like they know it all and like no one is trying to be like take over and like make it all about themselves and like that's so that's the biggest difference I've noticed Yeah, it's great to see. I think obviously you guys are representatives of Jesus out there. Just the way you talk again, like you mentioned the humility there, Rachel, and I could tell that immediately. Like you guys are blushing when you're talking about your accolades and stuff and all your achievements, which are really, really big too and impressive, which I think, you know, as a, as um, an athlete myself, I know how like hard we work for that kind of stuff, you know, um, getting those accomplishments and stuff is something that we really work hard for. Um, and so it's great to know that, you know, there's things that are above just athletics and stuff. And, and like we kind of, and Mo mentioned with friendships um, and things outside of the game, remembering that, you know, it is just a game, even though I know that's so hard as an athlete to kind of wrap your head around, it, especially in the moment, you know, that's all you're focused on, but it really is cool to see that's something you guys bring up by yourselves and how that's kind of the mentality you have. Um, and I think that can correlate to, um, again, just, being representatives of Jesus and knowing that that's something that you're called to do. So I think that's something really cool. Um, our next question here um, is one that I'm really interested to kind of hear your thoughts on. So it has to do with um, kind of um, reaching out to your teammates who might not, again, share your shared faith. Um, and I know like chemistry is a big thing to do with, you know, basketball, um, obviously any team sport. Um, and you guys said you're all really close, but I know sometimes um, groups who believe or have interest in different things can sometimes create, you know, like um, packs and form, you know, anti-chemistry stuff, you know, um, kind of clicks and stuff. Um, how has that kind of combination been like? Like, are you able to kind of um, minister and be there um, for your teammates or how does that look like um, for you guys on a daily basis? I feel like our whole team's pretty open to like even like the people who aren't maybe aren't Christians they're like um still open to it or like learning more about it so I feel like we just kind of try to lead by example and like 
um most like sent out some messages like hey we're going to church at this time if anyone wants to come or like if we're going to night of worship we'll just kind of subtly like oh if anyone else wants to come like kind of just lead by example and then by how we act hopefully they'll see and then with us falling through going to things like maybe mm-hmm. they'll want to join um yeah. or just like let them know we're praying for them or stuff like that yeah um i would say so like when we travel we're always partnered with another person on the team and usually it like rotates who it is and i feel like I mean, you spend like one-on-one time with them, like in the hotel room when we we're, we're traveling for games. And I feel like that's kind of the time where we deepen our like friendship off the court. And I kind of use that as like my time to like ask the deeper questions, like ask mm-hmm. about their faith, where they stand, um, like their views on it. And like, even if we don't have the same beliefs, it's just interesting to see like where they come from and like your perspectives but also like we're not ones like oh you believe in that like I'm not gonna be like I'm not gonna be friends with you (laughs) but like we we we're able to like have those conversations in a mature manner and those are the times like when we have more opportunities to uh, bring people more to the Christian faith. Like I've had deeper conversations with people about like how I've relied on my faith during like my dark, my dark mental health days and stuff like that. And that's been helpful on like spreading that to other teammates who maybe don't have as deep as faith Mm -hmm. or don't have any faith at all. Mm. Yeah, I think those are both phenomenal answers. Um, and again, I love the emphasis on, again, kind of leading by action and, you know, ministering through connection. I think that's one of the biggest things that people get away from and the church gets away from is um, we go up to people and kind of expect them to live the way we live or um, judge them for stuff that we live by instead of connecting on a personal level, getting a deeper connection, friendship, growing that trust, and then again, being real with them, kind of how Mo talked about showing that you're not, you know, invincible and that you're not perfect and connecting with them through that and showing them how Jesus has played an impact on your life. And I think that connection is so huge and having that relationship with someone kind of opens that trust and opens those doors. And I love how you kind of talked about how Mo's like the mom of the family, like Mm -hmm. you're sending out texts and stuff. And um, I'm sure (laughs) everyone on the team um, recognizes that. And I'm sure it's a lot easier to to go to you and stuff and being able to have that platform, being able to connect that way is awesome. And so it's great to see that that's an important thing in your guys' lives is to, again, connect and be there for your teammates, which is great to hear. Um, Our next question here. um, So again, having a group of Christian friends you can rely on is incredible. Um, So for those listening um, who maybe kind of like to go along solo or don't think that again, we kind of talked about Christian community a little bit earlier. but tell us what it's like and how important having a core group of Christian friends is like for those listening who want to get connected or want to get plugged in or, or haven't yet. <laughs> so my freshman year of college, um, I actually went Um, out to Iowa, um, to Iowa State. And that whole summer, I was going to church every Sunday by myself. 
um, I joined Salt Company, which is a college um, church service on Thursdays. And I was going every day by my, or every Thursday by myself in the church, every Sunday by myself. Um, and I think it was really hard just like being there by myself, but like God kept telling me like, keep going, keep going. So I kept going. Mm -hmm. And then I ended up meeting, you know, when you do the meet and greet kind of awkward sometimes pre-COVID <laughs> and you like shake people's hands you know? <laughs> and, um, every Sunday I would do that. And finally, I think some families maybe felt bad for me because they saw me every Sunday by myself. <laughs> so then I ended up, um, I was out of Iowa state for four years and I met some of the greatest people going to church and I kind of realized the importance because at first I kind of did feel lonely going by myself but then having that group to support me there was really awesome and then I ended up meeting a whole bunch of people at the college um, bible study and then joining FCA and so I think that's when I realized like the importance of like who you surround yourself with and then when I got here same thing like I really got blessed with my roommates and my teammates um, so yeah I think it can be scary at first when you don't have that support around you maybe or don't have friends that want to do that want to dive deeper into the word or are super strong in their faith but if you just keep going I think um, you'll end up being able to surround yourself with that support and it's really important <clears throat> and I feel like um, as much as like having Christian friends like can help you I just feel like it's like a back and forth mutual. like we cannot mutual like like I'm sure like Mo, like one day we might be talking like you can like share struggles with each other and be like, oh, I just feel like your faith makes you more open and vulnerable to like share and be comfortable sharing with each other. So like um, it's definitely mutual and like you can both like pour into each other and um, yeah, you just have like an extra comfort throughout your day when you have like a lot of Christian friends. Right. And going off of what Rachel just said, I think that's really important. And especially because like, we're going to have a conversation and we're making life decisions. Like a lot of us are going to be done playing basketball next year and we're going to be having these life talks and it's all going to be mm -hmm. faith-based. Like that's such an important, like core role in what we're talking about. So I think that's really special, um, a special relationship that we all have. Awesome. That's such a beautiful picture, guys. I'd love to hear how powerful and impactful the community has been for you guys. Um, and I can echo the same thing for myself. Um, going and finally getting connected with a group of Christian um, friends and people with, that I can feel like I can turn to and be myself at, has totally transformed my experience as well. Um, and I think a lot of times people take it for granted where they're like, I can get through college by myself and maybe some people can, but having that community that is just there to accept and love you and be there for you through all circumstances is priceless and it can do so much good for you if you let it, especially when they're there and have your back, um, um, especially spiritually, but personally as well. Um, so it's really great to hear. Um, and again, I think we'd all encourage all listeners to get involved, whether that be CSF and maybe it's not, maybe it's a different campus ministry, maybe it's a team, maybe intramurals, um, maybe even a church as well. Um, so getting connected with a good group of people that again, um, share that spirituality, but then again, are there for you personally as well. So great stuff, guys. Um, kind of to close out a little bit here. Um, I know I'm curious and I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers are curious as well, um, where you guys next step is in terms of the season. Um, when your next game is, um, as students, how do we um, watch slash view you, um, you know, with COVID? I know some stuff's probably been shaking up a little bit, um, but just tell us a little bit about the season and how us as viewers and listeners and fans, of course, um, can kind of get more 
um, women's basketball action. <laughs> um, well, our first, well, we have a scrimmage tomorrow, but people can't come to that. So our first thing <laughs> people can come to is November 4th, we have an exhibition game at home. Uh, I think students can get into any games for, for free. free. With their, and we play at the jungle. Which um, is in the natatorium. Yeah. And then our first real game is November 9th at Michigan. But so we'll be on the road a little bit in non-conference, but we'll have some home games mixed in there too. Do you like and, to add anything? And then our conference tournament is like really fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then later, a couple months from now, <laughs> it's a long season. <laughs> but later, um our conference tournament is um on the Indiana State Fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. Um, which will be in March. So just having you guys' support there when we're in tournament time would be very nice. <laughs> yeah, I know the year we won it, there was like a good amount of CSF yeah. people there. Yeah, it's awesome. really cool to have that so. support. So, yeah. And also, um, if you can't make it to a game, I think you can watch it on, what is it? ESPN Plus. Plus. ESPN Plus. Cool, cool. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us today. I know I will definitely be taking advantage of all those and you'll see me in person um, to cheer you guys on. Um, but again, thank you so much for, um, again, sharing your thoughts, your feelings and um, your experiences with us. I know it meant a lot to a lot of the people viewing and listening here. Um, and I want to wish you nothing but the best this season. Um, and I'm sure you guys are going to kill it and do great. Um, thank you. Yeah, of course. So um, before we close out here, um, I'm just going to end in prayer. So let's bow our heads and pray it out. Uh, dear God, thank you so much for this unique and awesome opportunity to meet with such amazing ladies who love you and are here to um, not only be amazing athletes that go out and give their all on the court, but they give their all for you in everyday life. God, I pray that you bless them for that and bless them for their generosity and kindness with coming on here with us today and just sharing their heart and experiences for um others out there that are wanting to learn more. Um, we want to pray protection over the season for the players, coaches, staff, everyone involved. Um, and I, again, I pray that someone took something away from this that was really meaningful um, and that impacts them for the long run and for you, God. Again, thank you so much for this great opportunity. Um, and thank you again for these wonderful girls. In your name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs>